It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Isn't this a sports show? So I got a haircut yesterday, two days ago. I also brought the beard in a little bit today. And so this is basically, I'm just waiting for the guy that said I looked fatter on Facebook than I saw on the radio. Almost entirely. Just come back now. It was mostly fluff. Facebook commenter. (laughs) This is Almost Entirely Sports with Joshua Briscoe. He also called into the postgame show at one point, and uh, and he's, he's cool. Mom, don't. Mom, please stop bullying that guy. It's fine. Not a joke. Not a joke. Not a joke. None of what I just said was a joke. Every single syllable was a surreal thing. Take the show with you by listening on the Sports Radio 810 mobile app at 810whb.com or by searching for Almost Entirely Sports wherever you get your podcasts. That was bad. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but it was bad. There it is. Hold on. Let me change that. That was bad. I admit it. I'm not sorry. This is Almost Entirely Sports on Sports Radio 810whb. Draft week continues right now, right here on Sports Radio 810. We got plans for tonight's show. We got some news that we'll get to. We'll talk to Seth Kaiser in an hour. But right now on ESPN, they are replaying one of the NFL drafts. I can't, I can't remember which one it was. We might just join in to like hear a pick. Rudy, what works for you? What if we just jump in like a nice round number, like 10, 11, you know, 12? I'm a big fan of even numbers and just like sure. kind of. Eight and, then? I mean, eight, like it is even. Um, the pick is in though. So I, I just think we're too late. I think it's too early. Um, okay. And so I think going to it right now, I think that's too early to start a show. People may be sure. confused like, hey, what, what's happening? Point. So I, I think we should wait point. till the next even number, which would be 10. Okay. So we're going to. Right now, you can play along at home if you'd like. In uh, in a few minutes, ESPN is going to replay. Uh, I, I have not seen this happening. You may have to fact check me on this. They're, they're replaying like the whole ESPN broadcast of the draft, right? Correct. So it, it is like the full like 10 minutes in between picks. Um, it started at 7. Um, they're currently on pick. Uh, Roger Goodell is announcing pick 8 currently. Who, who hates this more as a concept, re-airing an old draft? Who hates this more, Bears fans or all of the pundits at the desk? The the cheers that, because uh, I, I had it queued up, that you heard when the Bears made their selection. People were happy. Wow. Um, not so much when the Jaguars made their selection. No. <laughs> it was quiet. <laughs> Compare from two to four, there was a, there was a difference. Uh. 
that's that's very good. Um, yes, we will join ESPN whenever the Chiefs trade up for Patrick Mahomes. Because here's what I'm listening for. My my curiosity is to hear the 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 instant breakdown. That's why I said, who hates this more, Bears fans or like Mel Kiper? Because future, you mentioned pick four. That's future Chief Leonard Fournette. You know, that happens, but he still goes ahead of Christian McCaffrey. So I bet we're going to hear some things. I bet you heard some things at pick eight about Christian McCaffrey. Maybe You know, can he hold up at the NFL level? John Ross going at nine right before the Chiefs trade up. And, oh, he's super fast. I bet that'll work out. That'll, he'll probably be great. I forgot about John Ross. I know. You, would, you have plenty of people with you. That'll be part of the fun of, of watching this tonight, just keeping it on, you know, whatever on the second screen. Just going like, wow, yeah, we really we really thought <laughs> what happened what happened to some of these guys? I these are all names that I know because we were all in this draft process. But I'm not sure if these guys have really panned out, especially maybe, you know, the guys that went before perhaps ten. So we will bring you that. Whenever that happens, we're gonna just we're gonna let it play for a little while and and hear the moment of the Chiefs trading up and making the selection. I bet we're gonna hear some predictions before the pick, saying, "Yo, you know what? I bet they've traded up for Deshaun Watson." We're gonna hear that. We're gonna hear the actual pick itself. We're gonna hear uh, the, the the breakdown afterwards. This is the warm up for the NFL draft that you can hear right here on Sports Radio 810. On Thursday, tomorrow night we got a draft preview show. Again tonight we'll talk to Seth Kaiser. Then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, this is your home for the NFL Draft Sports Radio 810. This is your appetizer, and this is also literally like as good as it gets. You look at the rest of this draft, right? Miles Garrett's a really good player whenever he's not trying to kill uh, Mason Rudolph. Mitchell Trubisky, he made a Pro Bowl. His Wikipedia, I pulled up the Wikipedia entry. He made a Pro Bowl. Huh. That uh la- or not last year, but two years ago, that first yeah. uh Nagy year. Like he was like he had a he had a good year. It was the reason why or he had yeah, a nice Pro year. Pro Bowl feels like a lot. Yeah. Pro Bowl feels like a minute. My, there, my yeah. guess is he was like not oh, one of the first three picks. No, 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 no. no. Um, like Certainly maybe not. pick number five or six and it just kinda Certainly worked not. its way down to him. But you Jeff Trubisky, clearly that's a mess. Solomon Thomas goes three. I, I We spent a lot of time talking about the 49ers front in the Super Bowl. Um, they drafted him the same year the Chiefs drafted uh, Patrick Mahomes seven spots ahead of him. Sol- Solomon Thomas is not one of those dudes that we that we got way into on a uh, on the, the Super Bowl preview front. Leonard Fournette didn't win bleep with the Jags. That's not fair. But uh, he's on his way out, and that's not going to look good. Corey Davis goes five to the Titans. The Titans could have had Patrick Mahomes. For a second, I thought to myself, you know what, that pick wasn't terrible. Then I remembered I'm thinking of A.J. Brown. That's exactly right. That's exactly what's happening. Jamal Adams, really good player, on his way out, seems like. Mike Williams, good player. Christian McCaffrey, really good player. John Ross, not as good. Patrick Mahomes goes 10. 
It's crazy, man. Because the thing that's funny to me, and it's why like I, I'm going to argue for so many teams that just should take a quarterback in this year's draft. Well, the Bengals thought, you know, they're still figuring out Andy Dalton. Do you know how foolish you would have to sound to make that argument right now? At least the Panthers had Cam Newton. Chargers, they could have drafted Phillip Rivers' uh, heir apparent. I don't remember what the Jets were doing. Why didn't, the Chiefs, why didn't the Jets take a quarterback? Who who was their quarterback back then? 2017. Uh, Geno Smith. So that's why. G- clearly, Gino was the guy, I mean. Wow, how did that happen? Have we spent enough time on that? That that in 2017, the Jets just sat there at six? And again, Jamal Adams, really good, but they let Mahomes and Deshaun Watson just trickle on by. Yeah, I think it's because they did get, um, like... He, I mean, an insanely talented safety. It's like it, it's kind of the same for, with the. For I what? Say, oh no! For I, what though? Thing. I agree because again, you were talking about value, but I think it's the same reason why we don't talk about the Browns a lot because Miles Garrett's a good player. It's like just because they, they drafted good players, it's almost it's it's at least as far as the national narrative goes, you forget that. Oh yeah. You could have had two quarterbacks that are going to be here for 15 years, and one of them is is riding a spaceship through the league right now. And, you know, both of them did draft quarterbacks in the first round the next year. The next like, year! You look at Baker and um, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold. who, yeah, who you know, I you know, I like I like Baker. I think he's gonna be better next year. And I you know I I, I and Sam, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold, unfor- male model basically, unfortunately has no receivers. The, apparently, yep. the Jets just don't believe in giving him a competent weapon. And that's true. I felt bad for him, um, but they are not Mahomes or Watson. I mean, and Garrett again, Miles Garrett and Jamal Adams were good players that they took. Yeah, very good. And they and 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 if you really said. They're great for this draft. I can make you an argument that they're great for this draft is an F because they don't have Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. It's not as big of an F as Mitch Trubisky because they took a quarterback and got it wrong. But at least they had the courage to try. They got it loud wrong, but at least they tried. Yeah, like I have a hard time being totally like, like, Matt's not the right word, but like, you know like trashing teams that at least make the attempt like i don't like the giants drafting daniel jones because i didn't think he was very good but at, at yep. least i'm like hey at least you're trying because right best or worst case scenario if you try and miss you're drafting top five again and you get another chance which is not yep. which in the grand scheme of things is really not that bad because eventually yep. you're going to get it right like eventually you'll just luck your way into drafting the right guy it's just wild man it's just it's something that i think is kind of a fun and also, by the way, the Browns, they took Deshaun Kaiser in the second round of that year's draft. So they I ended up taking – they, you know what they could have done? They could have just taken Patrick Mahomes and then – I'm looking for the next pa- – well, they, you know what they could have done? If they would have taken the next the next end after uh, Kaiser, they could have had Patrick Mahomes and Tano Passanio. That would have been great. He was the next He was the next end who went. Or they could have just gone Mahomes and uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, whatever. I'm not trying – I'm not – I am just taking the next edge. 
and it would have been Tano passing. I'm currently pulling up something because I, I also – oh, wait, no, okay, I was wrong. For some reason, I, I had in my mind this was the year that they had the two top um, ten – or the two top ten picks, but that was the year they drafted Baker where they also went with the, the corner because I was thinking to myself, you know, what they could have right. done was drafted Miles Garrett and then drafted Patrick Mahomes still, but that was the, the next year. Yeah, you're right, that was. So, anyway – Oh, the Bills are on the clock. I bet they make that pick at ten. I, you know what? I bet, yeah. I bet the Bills. I bet the Bills make this pick. They, um, you know, they could use a quarterback. I bet. Future. I I really believe in this guy. Uh, future Hall of Famer John Ross. I mean, speed doesn't lie. <laughs> uh, just was drafted ninth by the uh, the the Bengals. All right, so let's go ahead. And, you know, can we send it over now, Rudy? Are we good? Um, I mean, they're still talking about John Ross. Okay, that's good. As soon as they're done with that, as soon as they start projecting what the Bills will do, the Chiefs will trade up. And we will take you to ESPN's coverage from the 2017 NFL Draft as the Chiefs jump up and take Patrick Mahomes. I'm excited for the speculation before the pick and the breakdown afterwards should be wonderful. I uh, I am very excited to hear what that sounds like. You know what uh, John Ross's 40 was? Like 3.7. 422. Fast. Very fast. He's a fast man. He playing quarterback for anybody right now? Is he playing receiver for anybody right <laughs> now? Really? Pl- is he playing right now? I don't know. It's uh, man, no, th- you never learn. Teams just never fully learn. Now I don't, I don't even mean but, like you got to learn to see Mahomes. But it, it, it happened in the middle. I didn't realize it happened so fast. It happened in the middle of the John Rosh com- commentary. Chiefs are on they the clock. Up. All right, the Chiefs are on the clock with twenty seventeen draft. Let's go to ESPN with this kid is durability with the knee and the shoulder injuries that he had at the University of Washington. Well, he's actually been mentored a little bit by Deshaun Jackson, and this makes sense because of all the losses for the Cincinnati Bengals the last few years, Lewis. Yeah, you look, th- this is a guy who really, look, he's going to add a bunch of speed, a bunch of dynamic playmaking ability to an offense that la- last year suffered a little bit because they had some injuries at wide receiver to A.J. Green, at tight end to Tyler Eifert, so he brings that. The only question, though, is this. This is a guy who's dealing with some off-season issues. He's got a labor issue. He's had multiple knee issues in his career teams don't even know that i talked to if he's going to be available once you get to training camp or whether he starts the the season on pup how quickly is he going to be ready he is the deshaun jackson light if you want to make that comparison but he's deshaun deshaun jackson light with injuries that deshaun never had so durability is going to be a question mark that's what's going to hold him back if anything because the talent obviously is there this is the fifth time that three wide receivers have been taken in the top 10 of the draft in the common draft era. Meanwhile, there's been a trade. Kansas City is now on the clock at 10, making the trade with Buffalo. But what a first start it's been. Congratulations. Oh, they went to commercial in the middle of it. That's exciting. Well, should we also do that? Um... No, I don't I remember that we, happening. That's, we, that's disappointing. I don't think these commercials last too long. So, I mean, I, I think okay, we, let's could, talk about it then. we could talk here's, and see here's about what I saw. And you here's see. what happened before that. Yeah, Rudy was Rudy is watching. I am listening. While they were uh, talking about John Ross and waiting for Patrick Mahomes to ultimately be selected, the Chiefs traded up there. We'll, we'll jump back in as soon as they come back from their break. Mel's top needs for the Chiefs, Rudy. What were they? It was a running back, inside linebacker, quarterback. They should never be in that order. I know they had Alex Smith. I know. I know. I know. But everybody who was paying attention, everyone who you should listen to, people maybe you're listening to right now, this voice that you're hearing at this moment, 
for saying, hey, this is when the Chiefs need to get their quarterback of the future. And I was excited about Mahomes, but I also, like, I my, my the, the secondary option of Deshaun Watson, of course I was interested in. But like, hey, we know these two guys are going to be there. I can't believe none of them got drafted between picks two and nine. And then Buffalo was like, no, we're good. Yeah, we'll trade back. We don't, want to, we don't need any of these scrubs. If they would have, j- like, Mel, Mel Kuyper would have literally had Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey going before Patrick Mahomes, as, as both of those teams did. At if that, they would have taken the next best linebacker, they would have ended up with, with Hassan Reddick. At that time, too, neither uh, Mahomes or Deshaun Watson were in his uh, top ten best available players. Oh. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I think Ryan Pace might might hate this less than Mel Kiper right now. Because Twitter Twitter is going to pop off whenever everyone is watching it all together and listening now and just go like, oh, my God, can you believe that Mel Kiper said that thing about the Chiefs reaching on Patrick Mahomes? I just, I think, oof. I think this is going to age poorly. Let's go back to ESPN. A young gunslinger. He needed time. He needed to develop. And that's the environment that Andy Reid has in Kansas City. He could bring Mahomes out there, let him watch Alex Smith, and train him for a year and then cut him loose in a division that has Derek Carr, their arch rival, with the Raiders. Well, Alex Smith, they've, they've said a million times they are committed to Alex Smith. But you're right. Mahomes needs a little marinating for lack of a better term, and who better to sit and marinate behind them than in potentially Kansas City, where they marinate some really good barbecue as well. Is it Mahomes? Let's find out. The commissioner is walking up to the podium. Kansas City making the big jump of 17 spots to get to 10, trading with Buffalo. The crowd will tell you he's there. With the 10th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select Patrick Mahomes, the second quarterback. <laughs> I love it. And John Gruden knows what John Gruden knows. There is Patrick Mahomes, the second in Tyler, Texas. Agent Lee Steinberg there with him. And boy, you want to talk about numbers? He put up all kinds of numbers in that air raid offense at Texas Tech. The name must be very familiar to a lot of baseball fans. His father, Pat, was a pitcher, played 11 major league seasons for six different teams. His godfather, LaTroy Hawkins, was also a pitcher, played in 21 major league seasons. In fact, Patrick Mahomes, when he got to Texas Tech, played both football and baseball before settling down on football and Mel. It was a good decision to pick football. It definitely was. Think about the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's go back to last year's draft. They tried to trade up to get Paxton Lynch unsuccessfully. They tried last year to do that. Now they move up and get Mahomes successfully. Think about an ultimate gunslinger who I thought was the most entertaining quarterback to watch in a long time. Talk about what I'm tired of. I'm tired of watching bubble screens and short passes and thinking dunks and always 70% completion percentage. This makes you sick, John. This guy will throw the ball down the field. He will play football the way we like to see it play. And this kid has, I think, a lot more potential moving forward than people think, considering the fact that a lot of people will write him off because of the system he comes from, saying, hey, where's the successful quarterback coming out of this 
basically run and shoot type offense, John, and that's the issue that Mahomes got to prove that he can do something nobody else can do. Jared Goff went number one last year coming out of the same system. We'll see how he evolves. Here's Patrick Holmes, underrated mobility. This kid can throw the ball all over the yard. He has no conscience about throwing into traffic. He sees three defenders and a receiver. He'll try to stick it in there, and he'll take chances, sometimes unwarranted. That kid's got guts at throwing the football. Look, there's no doubt that there are concerns about Patrick Mahomes as far as his development, Re meaning this. He has some things he's going to have to work on, but there's no better place to go to than the Kansas City Chiefs to work on him. Look, the bad decisions, the reckless throws, Coach Gruden already mentioned the fact that he has some Brett Farb in him, and Coach Reed loves that and these are some of the examples of that of how he can become a guy who's just an ad liver in the in the backfield as far as looking for open receivers and will throw up some 50 50 balls that quite honestly in the big 12 should have been intercepted more his footwork his mechanics his release all these are kind of the kind of things that coach reed matt nagy the offensive coordinator these are kind of things they're going to have to really fix for Patrick and really get him so it's become second nature to him. And I know how these guys teach quarterbacks. I watched it for years and they will get it squared away but he needs the time and they have the program that affords him the time. So although I have concerns about it, this is the perfect place for it. And he loves quarterbacks. When I was in Philadelphia he said all the time, if you like one, you take one. Even if you don't need one. So Coach Gruden, take it away. man. <laughs> well, he makes some bad decisions. Uh, but they give up 60 points a game on defense, Lewis. <laughs> if he doesn't score every time he has the ball, they lose. This man has as good of arm strength as I've seen. Here's Matt Stafford, a fellow Texan, ripping one a couple years ago. He has this capacity to throw the ball just like that. I'm telling you. Great arm strength. And when you watch Mahomes, things don't have to be perfect. And he can throw the ball from awkward positions amazingly accurate. Pat Mahomes has got to be the happiest man alive to have a chance to work with Andy Reid, a man largely responsible for one of the all-time greats in Brett Favre. There's a similar style of the way they play, and now they get to be coached by the same man that created them. But when you watch Mahomes, he's responsible for the top 20 great throws in college football, if you ask me. He, he gave me a Look lot of that. joy. I had a lot of fun. You try that at home, running to your left. Gonna take a little time. He's never been a full-time player. He's played baseball in his spring, so he's gonna be nurtured properly. I'm really happy for him. Well, he doesn't mind competing. He beat out Baker Mayfield, who was there as well uh, before he transferred to Oklahoma, and Davis Webb, another quarterback who could go fairly high in this draft. By the way, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, uh, joins Michael Crabtree as the only two Texas Tech players drafted in the top 10 in the common draft era. Gruden's eyes light up when he sees Patrick Mahomes making throws. We're still waiting to hear Deshaun Watson's name. Two quarterbacks are off the board. All right, there it is. That was fun again. Rudy, play it again. <laughs> go, go, go save that out. Let's play it again. Just loop it for two hours. Who's going to complain? You, listener? I don't think anybody would. No one. That's fun, man. Uh, so I, I had, I had like, a couple of things there jumped out and kicked me in the face from hearing back, hearing that back again. There was also like one thing I noticed, and this was being able to like watch it um, when they're talking about like the negatives, and you see some of the bad throws. Yeah, are they still great throws? But so well, so here's the thing: like they, like they show some like incompletions and incompletions and some picks, but they're throws that we've never seen Mahomes actually really make in the NFL. Like like there was one where there was like it was it really was just a jump ball in the back of the end zone. 
with three defenders around one guy and it it, yeah. it wasn't even really thrown hard it was just kind of a loopy throw you don't see that from Mahomes yeah. in the NFL like, like you we, we've seen him throw picks we've seen him maybe miss a read you know like it's not like every throw is always perfect but like not like some of the the bad throws that they were showing as highlights like I don't remember seeing though like throws that were that bad or, or so far seeing throws that were that bad in the yeah. NFL as some of the college ones which again I think comes down to um like Gruden points out uh Texas Tech we've given up like 60 points a game yeah kind of had they're, to do a lot yeah, I mean, I think that's a huge part of it. And again, man, look, I really think that if Patrick Mahomes would have gotten dropped into the Jets or the Browns in this year's draft, right, the 2017 draft that we just listened to, I think he would be an excellent quarterback. I really do. Because he's smart. Like, I do – I look, Andy Reid is a huge part of his success, right? But I don't want to – I don't want to completely take away Patrick Mahomes just getting – better by by being in the league and by being on an NFL team when the games are even matchups more often um I think he would have been I think he would have been great in in Cleveland or New York yeah I was but but the seal the ceiling blows up three levels with Andy Reid and the floor blows up three levels with Andy Reid might not be it might be 15 levels huge hugely important that they end up together. But also, like, you see Deshaun Watson still being very, very good in a disastrous setup. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this in, the other day, just, like, when I was driving home. And and I think this works with both Mahomes and Andy Reid. And we've seen this with Andy Reid because Andy Reid was a coach for a long time without Mahomes, and he was excellent. I think Mahomes would be an excellent quarterback without, without Reid. But when those two are together, you get the absolute best out of Andy Reid. You're getting the absolute yes. best out of Patrick Mahomes. It's like, yes. again, I think it's kind of what you've seen with Brady and Belichick. I think both will be very good without each other, but when they were together, it was maximizing the best out of everybody. Andy Reid would, like, the Chiefs would be a good football team if they didn't draft Mahomes. It's just now you are maximizing everybody in that relationship. The other thing, I think you're 100% right. The other thing is Andy Reid was a shortcut for Patrick Mahomes. Yes. There was stuff that Andy Reid could say because, I mean, like, I feel like if Andy Reid just, like, if I if Andy Reid just worked with me every day for a year, I feel like I would I would get, like, a thousand percent better than I would if I worked every day for a year at becoming a NFL quarterback or whatever. What still, you know, would it work out? I might, I might be, uh, I might be Kyle Shermer. I think know? he could flip you for a fifth. <laughs> I mean, he got that's a, probably right. He got a second for Kevin Cobb. Like, oh my god, that's. So I feel crazy. like he could get a fifth out of you. Um, I, I love the pairing of them more than I've ever loved anything in sports. But it is. I. I also still think that that we may have we may have allowed there to be too much of the conversation about the footwork and the mistakes and whatnot. We may be being too royal there because Seth Kaiser and I talked about Mahomes' footwork as not that big of a deal before the draft, before the Chiefs took him. It's like, hey, this is overblown. Because like, a big part of footwork is what it does to your throws. And, you know, because sometimes poor footwork makes you throw a duck. That was never the problem for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, just just fun, just awesome. Uh, remember the Paxton Lynch rumors? Yeah, which 
I always felt like we're maybe that was jarring, huh? a little overblown, but also like, hey, Mel Kiper. I mean, Mel would know better than me, but I always felt like if the Chiefs, I guess, really wanted Paxton Lynch, or I think the same was Johnny Manziel, like they would have went and got him, like they did with Mahomes. Right. Like that was they, always they my thought. They did get it done with Mahomes. Not, and that's not to say they wouldn't have drafted Paxton Lynch if he if he got there. Or Manziel. Sure. Yeah. But my guess is if, like, they didn't necessarily really, really want him. Like, they they definitely did not love those quarterbacks like they liked Mahomes because yep. they moved up 17 spots to go get Mahomes. At least that, like, yep. that, that's how I viewed it. Because also, they could have played another year with, with Alex Smith. It would have been very frustrating, but they could have. It wouldn't have been absolute malpractice. I would have been bothered, but I wouldn't have been blind with rage, you know? They, they could have gone that way. But, uh, yeah, I, th- those Paxton Lynch rumors I had not thought about in a while. Also, Gruden nailed it. <laughs> Gruden yes. loved Mahomes. He, he predicted that it would be Mahomes whenever they traded up. And, and you know, I could, see, I could see him and Andy Reid having talked about just, you know, not what they want to do because the Chiefs were totally quiet about it. But I could have seen the two of them just, like, having a chat about quarterbacks because Gruden's got the quarterback room thing and, and Andy Reid's looking for one. I could have seen the two of them talking. And just talking about who they liked, and both of them talk about how much they like they like Patrick Mahomes. I could have seen that. That is a guy too, because they the, they go back so far, and because Gruden is a head coach, like where Andy Reid probably feels more comfortable, like telling him stuff and being like, "Hey, I really don't want this out there," because Gruden went yeah. through that. Like you know, yeah. I, I imagine former head coaches when they get information are more likely to hold on to that information if a coach asks them to, because all they, right, well hold on. There. So I like I understand what you're doing. If I could just counter with this, of NFL head coaches current or in the last, like, 10 years, who do you imagine would be worse at keeping a secret than John Gruden? I mean, that's a great point. That is, It's a great point. <laughs> Name one! There, there's a part of me that feels, well, Bill O'Brien. Um, maybe, maybe. Or I take that back, Bob. Bill, great, holds, is great at keeping secrets. Bob, I, on the listen, other I hand, think Bill, just... I think Bill O'Brien just has some of that, like, very tense energy where he doesn't say anything to anyone. <laughs> That's a good point. Matt Patricia gets drunk and then says something you shouldn't have. You know, Matt, Matt Patricia goes a little yeah. too hard at the, at the company dinner party. Maybe Andy Reid's just, like, the one person where he is just, like, where he, it's a... Uh, you know, it's 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 the office where Kevin actually manages to hold on to the secret for so long because it's Oscar, right? Um, and he's just like trying, and it's it's really hard. And there are moments where he slips up so many times, like comes so close. And John first, Gruden, like, John, John Gruden, Gruden is, is Kevin, Kevin from the office. <laughs> I think that's perfect. Let's take a break. Whenever we come back, I got stuff about the 2017 draft. I got stuff about the 2020 draft. We got Seth Kaiser in half an hour. We got a lot of things to talk about. Gronk is in Tampa Bay. That's weird. We'll talk about that whenever we come back. This is Almost Entirely Sports with Joshua Briscoe. On I, that note, uh-huh. um, Renee has commented again. Sure. Also, if you get Mahomes to propose to me from you, I'd accept that and probably not be mad. Listen, if I had the type of power that would allow Patrick Mahomes to propose to whoever I want to, um, I would be taken. Starring Liam Meeson. On Sports Radio 810 WHB. Can we just get Mahomes liners all show? I think we can, right? There there's, are plenty. There's plenty of them, yeah. Yeah, there sure are. I was in honor of the uh, trying to like find them, and I was like, why? Why are there no Mahomes liners? Like, I was like, I know they are there. There's a folder dedicated to them. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, beards. Uh, beards had had reorganized all the liners at one point, and I, I imagined that yes, there would just be like 
uh, both a Chiefs folder and also a Mahomes folder. There is. Uh, the Mahomes folder is in the Chiefs folder. But, uh, yeah, there is uh, his own separate folder. I'm tempted to ask you to read the folders, but I'm also afraid. So probably maybe don't. I don't know. I, just, I, cause, like, I genuinely don't know them. So, like, there could just be a folder that's just, like, I hate Josh. And it, I'd be like, that's, I mean, it checks out. No, they're all very, uh, like, normal. Like, there's a guest folder, and then in the guest, you know, it's got, like, Alec, Matt, Nate. Um, there's a nonsense folder, uh, a Royals-baseball, uh, Chiefs-football, college sports, and an almost entirely sports-specific one. And then you go in there, and it's got, like, you know, me, you, uh, Josh, or you're Josh. That one's, that one's me. <laughs> that one is me also. And Turchins. Um, and then there is one that just says, what the hell is a PK file? But there's nothing in it. So I don't I, I don't understand the purpose of that folder, but uh, <laughs> Beards has that folder. It's, is it for all of the PK files? I mean, I would assume so, but like I've opened it and like adjusted the you know the type of file to all, and uh, yeah, there's nothing there. That's good. That's very good. Uh, anyway, uh, the Chiefs uh, the Chiefs did in fact still select Patrick Mahomes in the 2017 draft, uh, and it's just funny, man. It's just I just enjoyed that we got to take that. Also, Mel Kuyper preaching to my heart and soul, just railing against bubble screens and dump-offs where every pass travels three yards and every quarterback has a 70% completion percentage. <laughs> I mean, he might as well have just written that out in a manifesto and just stapled it on Andy Dalton's door. Because he, he, his replacement could have... They skipped the homes. They passed on him. They weren't. They weren't totally sure about Andy Dalton yet. Oh, you know the other thing that we like we were talking about earlier with the uh, the Browns and the uh, the the Jets. But you know another team that drafted a quarterback in 2018 that could have drafted Mahomes in 2017. The Bills. The Bills. The freaking Bills. You had the pick. What did they do with the Chiefs' pick the next year? What do oh, they the get next, instead? The Hold next on, year. let's so, play this. In 17, it was a corner, if I remember right. Uh, Traverius White, I want to say. Uh, Tredavious Tra- Tra- White. Tredavious White, yes. Yeah, who's very who's a good corner. That was with the Chiefs pick that year in 2017. And then in 2018, they had the Chiefs pick. <clears throat> excuse me. I, was, I ate a bagel like a pelican during the commercial break. I got some cream cheese and some peanut butter. I mixed the two together a little bit on the bagel because it's plain cream cheese, which, you know, is fine. But I really am a big peanut butter guy. I want a little bit of both, mix them together. But now all, all I have in my throat is just, uh, you know, like one clump of uh, of peanut butter and um, and cream cheese. I cannot find who they picked, by the way. So, yeah. So <laughs> they trade out again? They traded that pick um, to Baltimore oh, to move God. up to 16. Um, now I gotta scroll for back. Tremaine uh, Edmonds. For Tremaine Edmonds, the linebacker from Virginia Tech. Oh. And the and the, that cost them a fifth, which is probably about what the Chiefs also gave, right? And um, Baltimore ended up move, or trading that pick to t- the Titans, who drafted uh, Rashawn Evans, the linebacker. So that pick went four different teams. Listen. The re- I've spent a lot of time these last couple of weeks talking about corners and linebackers, and and I stand by it totally. I, I think where I'm at right now, um, 
where I'm at right now as far as the Chiefs' like ideal scenario, I feel pretty good about. Like I, I think I've kind of got the answer key, but the, the the thing is, I don't think that makes me smarter than anybody else. I think that we don't know. I mean, that's other thing. Lots of things make me smarter than everyone else, obviously. Um, I got too humble there for a second, and I didn't like it. But like, I, I think the challenge is that we just don't know who's there at 32 and whatever. We are very in on the Patrick Queen, Kenneth Murray conversations. We're even going like, well, if they get Bryce Hall at the end of the second, you know, that's where I'm actually at. None of those conversations matter if you don't have the quarterback. Like 90% of the time, that is that is the God's honest truth. And you'll, you'll get your teams where you get every other thing right. But for the example of of what the right quarterback can do, look at the Chiefs not last year when the Kansas City Chiefs did win the Super Bowl. And they dropped the Patrick Mahomes in 2017. Uh, not, only, not only that year's team, but go back to 2018. They were in the AFC Championship game close enough to winning it with a defense that just couldn't do anything ever just a bad defense a poor unit they were good at standing on the wrong side of the line of scrimmage god that one still hurts for some reason too soon rudy I don't know why. That one's going to hurt still like 30 years from now because it we really we, we would have beat the Rams. Oh yeah, the absolutely. Yeah, we, we we you know, it's all it's all of us. Whenever it's a Super Bowl, it's all of us. If you say we should draft Patrick Queen, I'll uh I'll I'll disconnect from the station and make you do the show by yourself cuz I can't be associated with you. If you say we in Super Bowl, yeah, it's fine, I'll let you have it. But yeah, like that that defense was good for nothing. Part, in part because the, the talent wasn't there, and in a huge part because it was coordinated extremely poorly. Like, as poorly as it could get. And having the quarterback and the head coach right was was like 1.25 games away from winning a Super Bowl. And now look, like as far as um, drafting for need and everything right now, the Chiefs' defense, talent-wise, is in a good place. It's not in an unimpeachable place. I'm moving, Rudy, just so you know, I am moving my microphone away from my mouth so I don't say unimpeachable place again directly into a microphone uh, and just absolutely, absolutely, like, bring pop rocks into the into the headphones of our dear listeners. <laughs> I have adjusted, because much like Patrick Mahomes, I'll adjust on the fly. But, like, it's it's not the world's most perfect defense as far as talent. It's so much better. But there's still plenty of places that they could improve that you don't really think about as being completely vital because the one completely vital thing is correct. The two, if you want to make it again, quarterback and head coach. Lots of really good players around them on both sides of the ball. No doubt. You will not hear me arguing against that at all. But to be a team right now 
Like, to be the Chargers right now, what, what good is an excellent player? I, I, I'm saying you get, you, you could get one of the top receivers if you want. Maybe Isaiah Simmons falls to you. Maybe you get one of the tackles that you feel like, you know, they just, they just, they're, they probably find that in that regard. You could get C.J. Henderson, an excellent corner, although their corners are also crazy at this point. It's a good roster they've got there. You could and have your we, pick at receiver, pretty much. As great no, as the receiver really? classes as this is portrayed to be, you would more, you're more than likely going to have your pick at receiver. Maybe Jerry Judy goes in front of you, but more than likely. You are going to get, more or less, you can have, you can have your pick of, of almost any position. You're probably not going to get the number one corner, although I think Dane Brugler actually does have Henderson. No, Dane doesn't. Someone had C.J. Henderson as their number one corner that I saw recently. And like, isn't an idiot. Like, it's not just some rando. But you, you can basically have your pick of anybody. Anybody you want. What good is it to have that immensely talented of a roster if your quarterback is is not good enough? Like the Niners, the Niners cleared that bar with Jimmy Garoppolo and a brilliant offensive coach. That's really hard to continually repeat that the Chargers need to go figure out which which quarterback they want and try again yeah. like the, the, it's embarrassing for the Bears because they got it so loud wrong there were three there, there were two good options and they took the wrong one first but man at least you're at least you're at least you're like digging you might not find the treasure but you're at least you're digging on the right beach you know Rudy, you were going to say something, and I cut you off. No, you're good. Yeah, I, and it was kind of going back to the 49ers. Like, you can win with a – like, I think you just need something to be elite to have a chance at the Super Bowl, and, you know, you can build an elite defense. The problem is, is over the years, the the defense will just naturally get worse because you're just – you're going to lose players. The defense – their defense yeah. will be worse next year because they, lo- they lost Eric Armstead. It'll probably still be amazing, but over the years, you're going to lose players, and as you lose players, you need your offense slash quarterback to improve to offset that. And the problem is that just doesn't really happen. Like, quarterbacks are who they are. While vice versa, you know, the Chiefs and Mahomes. Like, Mahomes is going to be Mahomes barring injuries for 15 years. Just because I know that the Sharks are coming. They traded DeForest Buckner. And they, they extended or DeForest Arms, Buckner. They yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry. Point I, believe being, yes. That you, I believe that you knew that and then flipped them because I have almost certainly done the same thing. But, yeah, the, right now, Both, they're uh, looking, Oregon they're guys, looking at – they're looking at moving D Ford right now. That was a rumor. Was that they might be trying to get out of the D Ford contract right now? That happens every time. It's really, really hard to keep those groups together. And for all of the salary cap conversations we've had about the Chiefs, there is literally no discussion about what if they just can't afford Mahomes. Yeah, because it's insane. That would never happen. Yeah, because like the the Chiefs' offense over the next ten years will change. Like Tyreek Hill's not going to be there forever. Like different guys are going to be are going to be moving. The difference is is Mahomes will be the, the the will be that constant, and there is no player on a defense that can have the effect that the quarterback does to the offense. 
you know, like Mahomes will be great yep. again for 10 years and that will allow the offense to be great. Whereas, you know, it doesn't like Bosa, I imagine will be a great player probably really for a prolonged period of time. Yep. But if all of a sudden now your secondary gets bad, he cannot make up for that in the way that Mahomes can make up for other positions. So you just have to keep trying. You got to get the quarterback spot right. And the Chiefs did it. You heard it here. And it's so fun to re-experience that. Um, all right. We got Gronk news. We got a dumb thing that Colin Cowherd said. I'll figure out which one to talk about next. You're listening to Almost Entirely Sports. This is Almost Entirely Mahomes. <laughs> Actually, let's just cut out the middle part. Yeah, this, is this is Entirely, entirely Mahomes. Mahomes. With Joshua Briscoe. Welcome to... Four to six. <laughs> Welcome to... Just freaking Mahomes. Five days a week, and we have a special show on Sundays called Sports Mahomes. Yes. On Sports Radio 810 WHB. Rudy, I need you to help me here. I need you to spin the wheel. I don't think we get to both in like six minutes. Maybe we can. Do you want me to yell about Tony Gonzalez or Colin Cowherd? Um, Maybe Gonzalez, because I'm not for sure why, what the reason is. Okay, let's do that. Tony Gonzalez tweeted a few hours ago, uh, don't call it a comeback at Chiefs. I am ready. Let's go. Flex emoji, I emoji, hashtag Chiefs Kingdom, hashtag NFL. And it's a video of him, like, catching some passes and doing some little shimmies in, like, his backyard, presumably, because Gronk retired, or Gronk unretired today, got traded to the Bucks. First of all, him coming back, him being a part of this Chiefs offense on literally any level would be, like, a dream on a funny level. It would be like a dream where you realize you're dreaming because it's, it's too silly because he's, I think, 44 years old now um, and also still in better shape than I'll ever be in and all of that. I would love that. I, would, I, would, I am prepared to suspend all disbelief to make that a reality. But I just got another tweet from someone who said, he went out of his way to badmouth the organization, put him in Raider black and silver for all I care, and then that gif of boo this man and then throwing in the hat. Folks, please, you're you're embarrassing yourself. Honestly, man. Like, first of all, if anything that Tony Gonzalez said, you felt like it was bad now than the organization. First of all, it's not your organization, right? You're a fan of it and you relate to it, and I get that. But he's not saying, like, this this comes up. I don't think the Todd Haley Scott Pioli work environment was awesome, probably. And he's not saying that you were a bleepy fan. All right? He didn't, he didn't come to your house and tell you your family's ugly. All right? Like, chill. He went to the Falcons because he wanted to try to, you know, win a playoff game. He had a good time there. We had this whole thing again. Everybody's underwear appropriately wadded up on, oh, being Atlanta really made my career. Yeah, he had a good time there. He's appreciative of his time there. And he played on pretty good football teams. Not great football teams, but just pretty good football teams. Which is better than the alternative. Which is trying to get out of a of a of an organization that was in a dark place. You know that. You were a fan of it then. And he was incredible for this organization throughout that entire time. And has repeatedly been like, hey, Chiefs fans, you sensitive mother bleepers, I still love you. And you're like, no, you don't. Bleep off. Get out of here. Come on. Like, I mean, so often the Chiefs kingdom, all of this, right? We all lean into it because it's all we all like to believe it. But God, like a guy who is like, you know what? I'm tired of being here for the perpetual rebuild. Can you please trade me to a contender also 
with a with a front office that does not a front office that doesn't worry about candy plant fake candy wrappers. I guess it was a real candy wrapper, but doesn't plant candy wrappers to try to figure out the the inner workings of their office space. Why why on earth? How on earth can you write him off as this like selfish bleep hole? This is this is the grudge you're gonna hold? Out of all of them? He went to Atlanta towards the end of his career and enjoyed his time there and said so, and you are still learning about it! The Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year! And you don't have to carry this chip on your shoulder anymore! You can let this go, guys! So, so weird to me. Because I don't see this across the fan base or whatever. I, the, I, I don't know if it's like a loyalty thing or an unloyal. I don't know wh- who was loyalty we're even talking about. If it's his or the fan bases. He's a professional. It was incredible here. He continually expresses how much he enjoyed his time here. And is now making a joke about a comeback. Or maybe, I mean, comeback, honestly. And you're still angry about it? Come on. Grow up. Honestly. You're still mad at Tony Gonzalez. Grow up. Talk to Seth Kaiser, an adult man, next. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus